The following is a free preview of the Doughboys Double, our premium episodes available at patreon.com slash doughboys. Welcome to Doughboys Double. I'm Nick Weiger, along with Mr. Slice, Mike Mitchell. Wise. Mitch. What's up? Ha- had a brief break between records. I went and got myself some Del Taco, a little Del Taco Ooh, treat. Ooh, all right. A couple burritos. I didn't eat anything. I called, the, I called the vet to try to get some medicine for the cats because I'm flying mm. them back from, from Boston to L.A. Yes. So I got I to gotta fly, fly them back, so I need some, some medicine to chill them out. I got to chill them out a little bit. You yourself are currently in the city of angels, but you got to get right. your two little angels over here, Wally and Irma. That's right. They and are that's little its own angels. Ordeal. It is. It's a bit. It's a big ordeal. My mom is coming with me. My sister, I think, is going to join us. So we have three people to wrangle the two cats, and then everything else I've accumulated in in uh, in Quincy since I've been there. Now you've spent the past year. I, I almost close a year. to a year. Close almost to a year. year. In your mom's, uh, living with your mom in Quincy, Massachusetts. With mommy. Your mom, That's right. With mommy. Now mommy is coming out with you like she's dropping you off at camp mm-hmm. to get you settled back at, at home in L.A. Mm-hmm. Yep. She's, she's, yes, L.A., the big, the giant America's camp. <laughs> Where we do little theater shows and everything like that. It's a big, it's, a, it's just, it's America's camp, Wags. It makes what sense. What fun we have. What fun we have out here. We're yeah. young forever. Hey, by the way, um, why this was in the news, Dick's Burgers. There was a thing about Dick's Burgers paying $18 an hour. I just saw that. Good for them. A, a, a Golden Plate Club place. And Platinum I just Plate give them, Club member. Platinum uh, Plate Club, yeah. From our, from our show in Seattle mm-hmm. oh so many years ago, uh, during our first ever live tour, with you and, uh, and myself and Commissioner Evan Susser went up to the Pacific Northwest. Had a lovely That's time right. in Portland and Seattle and Vancouver. When we traveled, when we when when we traveled around the world, and, remember uh, that. Remember those uh, halcyon days. Mm-hmm. They're gone, or they're coming back. Coming back, it was already a nightmare. There were so yeah. many people already in the airport. When I got to LA, it was just it was it was insane, just uncomfortable, an uncomfortable level of people. Today is the first day here in LA. Today is the first day that they've dropped the mask mandate for vaccinated mm-hmm. people. And my mm-hmm. lovely wife Natalie went to Costco today, and she's like, already a quarter of the people in there are unmasked. It's just like as soon as the, the things are uh, as the restrictions are lifted, people are just like, "Fuck this, I'm done," you know. Which yeah. I guess is following by the Department of Health codes, but it it still is just like it's like if you that, that, that was Fauci's words exactly, wasn't it? Didn't he say, "Fuck this, I'm done," and <laughs> took his mask off? Yeah. We were like, yeah, this guy Fauci's Fauci's hot. We think Fauci's so fucking hot. Oh my God. It's a silver fox. I want some of that hair. I want to, I want, I want a lock of that (laughs) silver Fauci hair. Give me some of that hair. Guy's going to be bald by the end of the summer. He's going to be out and about. People are going to be trying to take locks. Everyone's taking souvenirs. Fauci's a hunk. He's very, yes. We love Fauci. We love Fauci. Salute our uh, salute our Silver King. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Well, Mitch, this uh, this intro has been dumber than normal, which is great. Well, why? <laughs> our, I think our guests, look, I, I spent time with our guests. We didn't, we didn't get to spend a ton of time together because our, right. our characters were kind of off. We were in different parts of the of, of the movie. But we she spent enough time with me to know that I'm a fool. Right. There's she 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 knows what she's getting into here. It's I mean, yes. look, anyone who comes on the podcast, it's a bad podcast. It's you shouldn't yeah. come on it. It's uh, not our fault. I mean, it is our fault. I mean, prospective guests in all likelihood aren't listening to this. So yeah, that's, that's a good point. We gotta issue this warning in a different form. But Mitch, we are very, very excited to have today's guest from the mm-hmm. Legend of Korra, Blackout, and the Tomorrow War. Streaming wow. July 2nd on Amazon Prime. Seychelle Gabriel is here. Hi, Seychelle. She's left. What's up? Oh, there she is. Happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you for being here. I also want I also want a lock of Fauci's hair. Uh, if you guys <laughs> wow. are getting any. If you could wow. get in line. Yeah. Just frame it ticket. in a gilded frame. Look, I will, I will. <laughs> I promise you that if I if I get near Fauci, I'll, I'm going to pull locks for for each of us. Yeah, Emma, I'm angling. Why? Thank you. What are you What are you What are you angling for? I'm just saying. I'm if you if you get that close, try to get me some pubes. <laughs> Take some arm hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah people people yeah underestimate arm hair. You know. Fauci Fauci pubes. I hear are they're so silver that they're they're blinding. I hear. Uh, yeah. You can't look at them directly. It's like the yeah. sun. I hear that a, a werewolf, <laughs> if if exposed to Fauci pubes, will turn back human. <laughs> That's how silver they are, Why? That's how silver they are. Seychelles, you are from you. You've, uh, I believe, like me. If my my intel is correct, you are a you are from Southern California. That's mm. correct. I am born and raised. I was born and raised in Burbank, California. Wow. Where, where are you from? I'm wow. from I'm from Long Beach, so LA also oh, LA nice. County, but not the Valley. The Valley has its own thing going on. Uh, but I, I'm curious as someone who, who I mean grew Burbank up- is LA County, I think also. Yes, it is. Even though yeah. I've gotten shit from people telling me that it's not LA. Um, <laughs> well, bring, this is I people. The, the yeah, LA that's, County piece. Don't don't listen to those people because it, the Valley is yes its own <laughs> thing, but it's also like it is part of LA. Uh, and uh, yeah, it, yeah, it counts. It counts. Burbank. It counts. <laughs> it's great. It's Burbank. Bur- I mean, I yeah. Burbank's it's, fine. It's fine. It's <laughs> great. It's a, it's great. Burbank has a lot of pluses that that that. If it, it to me, it feels the most like like a uh, feels the most like a town, like a place where you can like live and grow up and have a fa- like in L.A. Mm. I don't want you don't want to raise right. your you don't want to raise your kids in like East Hollywood or something. You know what I mean? You get out of here, go up to Burbank. Right. It's, it's, it's yeah. very, it's very hot, but there's also <laughs> some amazing, there's some good food up there. There is. Yeah. Do you have some favorites, some Burbank favorites? Yeah. Have you guys been to a uh, coral cafe at all? Do, do you no, know? But coral I have, cafe? I've heard of coral cafe. Tell us more. It's on, uh, it's on Burbank Boulevard, I believe, or Magnolia. I think it's Burbank Boulevard. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just a you know a basic old diner that uh, you know you get good basic shit and uh, they have pictures of like old Hollywood people all over it. Um, I like that. Oh yeah, and the same like people have worked there like my whole life and uh, and there's just like always it's like a mixture of like old people and like you know like 
high school kids and you know i used to go there in high school you know like two in the morning or whatever oh um, yeah right you know get french french toast and shit um that's a good one um what else uh i mean bob's big boy is a is a oh, Burbank yeah. staple we love bob's yes very famous you guys yeah you guys i think of have talked about Bob's. Yeah. We, we've, we, we, yeah, we were, yeah, we, yeah, we reviewed, we, we reviewed yeah, Bob's yeah. at one point. And that's, that's the, I think that's the original, right? Wags in, in Burbank. Is that the, that, that's that right. First? Yeah. Um, I was wondering if in the Coral Cafe there was a, a picture of you, Weiger, from old school Hollywood, like uh, in The Shining, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't a star of the silent era. I'm two years older yeah. than you. We're the same generation. There's a there's a place there's there's a Chili John's is a place that Weiger and oh, I yeah. really uh, uh, oh I've heard of there mm-hmm. I've never been it's like a big you know like a big chili you know how often do you go to the like a big chili restaurant and for the answer for me and Wags is quite often we went there yeah, quite a bit it's like a regular haunt uh, the the uh, the other thing that's in the news right now about Burbank food wise is Tin Horn Flats which is a saloon which people would just hang out at. And it's become a flashpoint for controversy. Seychelle, you uh, you're you're familiar with this? Yeah, they're ah uh, man. Yeah, I the last time I drove by Tin Horn Flats, there was like a bunch of people that were like there was like a QAnon flag, and they were like yeah. protesting like quarantine, and I was like just like seething driving by, um, and. And yeah, I've just been, I saw stuff on Twitter about like during like the surges in the wintertime, you know, in LA, yeah. there were like, like fully people inside without masks. And then they're like, we got to keep our business afloat. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, that's one thing. But another thing is just, you know, I don't know, you know, like it, it was, just, I don't know, it was just very confusing and uh, upsetting. Yeah, I remember when I remember when you drove by. I I remember I, I was waving to you when you drove by. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so you saw me flip you off. Yeah, uh, hey, it's me. I think I got I got a little heated up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 2020. And the crazy thing about Tin Horn Flats is that is a place that before all this I had been to. I went to Tin Horn. People would just hang out there. People went there. It yeah, was like, I've been there too. It's it's a cool. They got the doors, the the swinging doors. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like the that's why I went there is for the doors. Um, because I've driven past the doors so many times, and I wanted to I wanted to step through them, and I did. Who who knew that? Who knew it would be? Some, well, y- a fucking. A point of controversy in in twenty, of course, in twenty yeah, well, twenty 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 one, it became a point of a controversy because it's got kind of this rustic aesthetic, and you mentioned the the swinging doors, and it's sort of like, and you don't realize, like, oh wait, this isn't just this isn't just kitsch, like this is like the ira the the politics of the <laughs> yeah. people inside match the exterior, you know, yeah. and so it became like this yeah, big uh-huh. like. Yeah, just flaunting all the protocols. And the other thing I, I was reading about this in it because it kind of made national news. And I was reading a New Yorker thing about this that said that the locals weren't even going there. What was happening is the people who were going there were like driving up from Orange County or driving over from Beverly Hills, just rich assholes driving over to this local haunt in Burbank and just being like, this place is open. We're going, you know, to make a point. Um, so, it was, yeah, yeah wow. it was a real bummer for all involved. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's <laughs> yep. That makes it even more depressing. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> five forks though, Wags. Right. Yeah, we stick by our five fork rating. Um, 
<laughs> is a, is a Seychelles, so outside of outside of local businesses, local restaurants, are there any like like I, I do you have taste for fast food? Do you have taste for chain restaurants? Is that something you ever frequent? Oh yeah, oh yes, um, very much so. I I definitely frequent. I guess my most frequented are let's see, uh, In and Out, McDonald's, yeah. El Pollo Loco are oh, yeah. maybe the three most that I probably hit up, but I, I'm Hell also yeah. like a Shake Shack hoe. I, I love a Shake Shack burger. <laughs> um, and uh, <laughs> Wags and I are also Shake Shack hoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have a out of In-N-Out or Shake Shack? Is- well, Wags, Wags very much is is team in and out. He's a, he's a Southern yes. California boy who's uh who's, who's, who's team in and out. But I mean, I like both. I think that, I think Shake Shack, I, I, I think an issue is, is that they, they overexpanded. We've talked about this wise for but sure. I, people are too mean to them. Shake Shack still is good. Yeah. Their fries still good. are not I, great, yeah. but their burgers are like insanely tasty to me yeah. at least. Wow, because that's the that's that is the thing people say about In and Out is that they say they they don't like the fries. Oh my god, I right. love the fries there. <laughs> really? I do. Wow. I do. I think they're great. Wow. Weiger Weiger's liking this too much. I don't like it. Yeah, we had this exact. <laughs> we had we had a very similar discussion uh, with our with our buddy uh, who I just met for the episode, Alan Trong, who was on the the podcast oh. a few weeks ago. And he mentioned that it, also for the Tomorrow War, and he was he had the opposite take where like he just like did not get did not understand what was going with on within an outburger, and particularly it was just like the fries are just bad. And I'll, I'll say as someone, I like the fries, but I'll concede if someone wants to say like like I don't like them or they're their own thing. Like you kind of have yeah. to. I, I, I'm not going to try try to talk you into liking their fries, but I personally like them. Yeah, I mean McDonald's to me is my favorite fry, but uh, In and Out sure. is a is a solid competitor. <laughs> I feel I feel like is there is there anyone who disagree? I mean, I'm sure because there's always people who disagree, but the consensus is McDonald's just has the best fries, right? Who's going to argue with that? No one argues with that. They're the best fries. Yeah. yeah. If you're they trying are. to bring up other ones, look, there's the ones that are good, but McDonald they perfected it. There's no way you can beat it. It's true. I mean, that's how I my heart. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's their big. Honestly, their potato products, even on the breakfast side, the, ha- the McDonald's hash brown is like mm. best in its class. Who oh. does a better hash brown in fast food? No one. You're yeah. right. You're fucking. You know right. what? Actually, though, Trader Joe's has good hash browns. <laughs> they. And, wow. and, How about that? It's it's like a little pack. Uh, it's like a yellow pack in the freezer section. The frozen hash browns. They're actually pretty good. And uh, so, if anyone's looking for a new hash brown. <laughs> the hash brown. They're There's, looking for a new hash brown. <laughs> have, have you really? Yeah. There's someone who's always on the hash brown hunt. It's happening. <laughs> Gotta be. Seychelles. Besides local spots in in Burbank, what type of food do you do you usually like to have? Are you are you are you somebody who you uh, are you eating healthy? You know, we talked to a lot of uh, Tomorrow War actors, and and I feel like a lot of them eat healthy. You know, uh, Pratt eats like boiled chicken, you know, like, uh, some, some stuff that's not that fun to, to eat, but what is, what's your go-to? What, what, what are you usually eating on a weekly basis here in LA? Um, uh, well, I, I, I'm like kind of weirdly, like I'm, I'm finding in my, as I get older that I'm like sensitive, I guess, to like dairy and gluten a little bit. It was kind of a boring, Mm. unfortunate topic. Um, but I, (laughs) 
but I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm eating a lot of rice and like veggies and stuff. I, I like, uh, uh, it's pretty boring what I cook for myself, but I, I, I like sushi. Um, I like mm-hmm. Italian food and Mexican food, you know, tacos. Um, I, I love soups. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, like always looking for a place that has like a good chicken soup. Like I like when I find a Mexican place that can do like a, you know, where they have like the the chicken legs and the breast in the soup with like big chunks oh, of yeah. vegetables and stuff. Actually, except mm-hmm. I did uh, recently, two months, three months ago, I I ordered from this, you know, seemed like a authentic Mexican spot, uh, some sopa de pollo, and it had a fucking chicken claw in it that was like sopping and and like and I, I pulled it out and I I I. I like almost gagged. It was, I had my roommate there and I'm like, can you please, can you please fish out this claw for me? Uh, Cause I can't. <laughs> wow. And then everything else in the soup, I was like on, on, like on guard. I thought that I found an eyeball. He's like, it's not an eyeball. So I'm like, it's an eyeball. And I, and, but, uh, but the soup was good. It was just, I, it was a little too real for me, which <laughs> maybe was good as an right. meat eater. So you, you still you still you still you still you still you still took it down after the after the chicken foot. Once like it was a, gone, you were... I tried to. I didn't get. I, I was like, I think I was like halfway, three fourths into it, and then I, I I tried to make myself eat a couple more bites, and then I was like, you know what, I'm good. Um, yeah. So. Was was your assessment as a diner? Were you like, this is how this is how it's supposed to come, and I'm just not used to it, or were you like, oh wait, this is a mistake. They accidentally dropped a foot and a beak in here. No, it felt it felt like it was supposed to be there, and I've I've spoken to uh, some it. Latino people afterwards, and they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, you know, that's like a very you know savory part of the animal." I've just never uh, had I've just never had that experience. I, 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 the Mexican place by my parents' house uh, in Burbank, it's called Costa Azul, um, and that place they make amazing chicken soup, and I just I never got a a foot in mine before. That's that's a foot is. That would uh, look. I like to be adventurous, but a a, a foot is a, a foot's a lot. A foot is a lot to 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 have. Uh, having a foot in your soup is a soggy foot. Yeah, a soggy foot. I just I don't know if I could. <laughs> so I don't sorry. know if I could. Yeah. Do, I mean, in, like I know that chicken. You know, a lot of uh, there. It can be a delicacy. People like chicken feet. I've never ha- I've never eaten chicken feet before, but. Uh, and I like to eat authentic food. I don't know how I would do with chicken feet specifically, but I'm sure that at some point we'll 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 eat it on this podcast. I think it's a, yeah, it's a, from what I've read, it's a, you know very popular overseas and actually American chickens because they're so big and so fattened and you know loaded with steroids or whatever the hell they do to to get them to the the gigantic size they are. That Amer that Amer uh, that's a big export from the poultry sector is a, is chicken feet from American chickens because they're not popular yeah. here but they're popular overseas our jacked chickens <laughs> yeah, they that are. Rules. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the wiki feet for chicken feet <laughs> <laughs> mm, i'm gonna take a look at that later after this episode ends. <laughs> uh, now did so i'm i just i just got back this week and i and, and one of the first things i oh no i pulled i pulled my Mitch is having some sort of technical issue. He's taking off his my, headphones. I, t- I, t- I pulled my headphones out like a fool, like a Mr. Magoo. Oh, I, boy. It, 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 I, 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 I pulled my cord out of my headphones. I was going to say, I've been back for just a couple of days here, and 
that's one of the things that I that I that I want to have is just good Mexican food. I I right. got the great I got the great white hut the first night I was back, which was just a late night thing, and I got a California burrito, which is like uh you know I, one of my favorite burritos. But uh, you're you're a big fan of of Mexican food, and did did you eat did you eat a lot of it growing up? Seychelles like is was like a just. Um- here and there, yeah, I, I ate mostly mo- more more Italian food growing up. Actually, mm. we, we ate like a ton of pasta, and uh, actually, great restaurant. And I'll plug it here um, that uh, my father worked at, and I also worked at. Uh, it's in wow the Glendale Eagle Rock area. It's called Scarantinos, and uh, they are wonderful and delicious. And we still, you know, I go there for family, you know, birthdays and we go there right. for, we, we have their food over for, you know, anything, you know, uh, funerals and like, and graduations and stuff. They're just our favorite. And, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, check it out. It's good. Wow. It sounds like a Halloween themed restaurant. Scaring. That's just going to, they're going to say, it sounds like it's in the lobby of the hotel Transylvania. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Not very scary. <laughs> what, so what do you not? So not very scary. But what what do you get when you go to a Scarantino's? Oh, uh, hmm. I really like the chicken marsala. You know, wow. good good marsala sauce. I like the piccata. You know, that like lemon caper deal. Um, mm. and, and then they have like uh, uh, I think it's called like. The, the the rollatini and there's another one where they stuff inside the chicken they stuff like cheese and and some kind of pork and it's like in the chicken and then with mm. a sauce so it's just like a very like savory to the max experience and uh, right. and every every entree comes with like a full plate of pasta and then you get like yeah. soup and salad and bread so you're almost like you know like getting full before the entree comes um <laughs> so then you get like lunch the next day that rules. That's it's yeah. funny to me because because Italian. I mean, like red sauce type Italian restaurants. I love and that and I and I do. I feel like it is like harder to find some out here. But the 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 valley does have does have a few that are that are gems. But grown up for me, Italian food that was like the number one food forever. And then when I got to, I've said this a million times, but when I got to L.A., it was Mexican food just shot. I mean, like right. is is right up there with it, and especially out here, what you can get. But finding a good a good Italian, we got we got to check out Scarantino's because finding a good uh, a good Italian yeah. food spot out here is 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 huge. So we got to check it out at some point. Who knows who yes, we might definitely. see there? Yes, who knows what man? <laughs> is that soup eating itself? No, it's the Invisible Man. <laughs> Actually, oh man, there was a guy that maybe this is, it just reminded me of a, you know, you know, when you work at a restaurant, you see like random characters that come there regularly. And there was a guy that always sat in one corner and, um, (laughs) and he always had his newspaper. He always sat in the same table and he had like a glass of red wine. By the way, Seychelle, I hope I. I hope that this is turning into like a stand situation, Eminem stand, where you're like, come to think of it, it was you, Weiger. This is weird guy. <laughs> <laughs> this weird guy. That's exactly corner. where I was going with it. <laughs> go, yeah. go, continue on. Sorry. No, I mean it's really. I, I I got halfway in the story, and I'm like, this isn't an interesting story. He used to. He just used to like give all like, <laughs> and it was probably inappropriate. Like he he gave all the female workers there like cash money like tips and everyone all the like girls got extra cash from like the guy with the mustache and the newspaper and the wine um but, okay uh, so yes it is definitely it was definitely weiger 
<laughs> it was like I'm supporting service workers. <laughs> <laughs> you have a generally creepy vibe is the issue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a normal man. So so you 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 were you worked as uh, as uh, you s- were a waitress. So you service tables. I was a there? hostess. A hostess. hostess. Okay. I, I, I was yeah. I was sixteen. It was a very mm. short, and I was just getting into acting. And so I worked there like literally under a year. But I'd been going there since I was like a child. And uh, uh, but then I started auditioning, and then like you know auditioning and working. It wasn't right. working, and yeah. yeah. The, yeah. There's a so and as someone who is like you, you love this restaurant. You're obviously still a fan of it. There was no side of like working there where you're kind of like, oh, I'm seeing how the sausage is made. I'm not as into this, or you're <laughs> just like, no, this is great. No, no, it it's, it just made me love it more. There used to be uh, this uh, big Italian guy Sam who would stand by the door, and he was a quite a character. And he, him, and I were like the people you saw first when you walked in. And he would always be like, Seychelles, give me my give me my, my cologne and my cigarettes, you know. And I, I'd give him his cologne. Would be like a thing of axe and he'd like put axe on himself and like on his face. And then he'd like go outside and smoke a cigarette and he'd be like, Seychelles, go give me a Diet Coke. You know, and then he'd be like, he'd get, Seychelles, go, go, dim, go dim the lights. Okay. You know, and I'd go down. I, I didn't know how to, how far to dim the lights. And then a waiter would like fuck with Sam and like make it really dark. And Sam would get all pissed off. And but it, was, it was fun. It was, it felt like a genuine, like Italian. He was, you know, New York Italian guy. Right. A demandy guy covered in axe. Now that sounds like me, Wags. We have our doppelgangers <laughs> at this at this restaurant. You, there's a restaurant, uh, Rayos, which was a New York institution for for many many years, and they opened an LA outlet. I think within the past like decade, it's like ten years ten years is old. Is that the, how you the, is that how you pronounce? It? I always I uh, is it Rayos? Yeah. Is that I, how you say I, it? I thought it was Rouse, and then I heard the inside the. I, I was talking to a bartender there, and he was like, "No, it's Rayos. It's two syllables." I really. At le- unless this bartender was fucking with me. That's how he said I think it. he might have been fucking with you. All right. Well, the point of this is that <laughs> Rayo's Rouse, one of, one of, the guy who will often be hosting there, uh, is the actor who played Johnny Roastbeef in Goodfellas. Wow. Oh, it's shit. amazing. Yeah. That's, wow. Well, that's, that's funny because the Valley also has, uh, what's his name? Fat Tony. Uh, uh, what's Fat Tony's name? Wags, help me out here. Oh, you mean the the actor from uh, The Simpsons? Yeah, he has a yeah, pizza place. Mean. Doesn't he have a pizza place in the Valley, like Taste of Chicago or whatever? Joe, I was gonna say Joe Ventimiglia, but that's he's from The Sopranos. Joe Mantegna, right? That's the actor. Yes, I think I think Joe, Joe Mantegna has a Taste of Chicago. Wow, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, Valley people have a lot of. There's a lot of uh, like actors or like you know like character actors who go up and they'll they'll have a restaurant in the Valley, and it's usually they're oh, usually yeah. good. Yes. <laughs> the actor the actor who played uh, in Borat there's the in the first one there's the actor Ken Daviton uh who is like Borat's like producer who goes with him Borat one right. remember this Mitch the bigger guy um yes. and he's and he is uh he has like a hot dog restaurant that like that like that's oh, what it's right. he has that hot dog yes. restaurant I think he Our has buddy, passed away oh RIP RIP yeah uh the one who gets naked with Borat and like wrestles him yes they have a nude fight yeah. <laughs> well, our friend Max Mayer told us this story, and uh, I'll run it by him if you if he, I, I think he'll be fine with me telling this. But he like he used to go to that do- that hot dog restaurant, and he'd see this guy would be working behind the counter, would be just like giving oh, him like a hot dog and like spreading cheese sauce on his hot dog, and then uh, he goes to see Borat, not even knowing he's an actor, and the guy's in it, and this guy he's been like frequenting this hot dog place for <laughs> for years gets completely naked. He like sees his like 
dick and balls and he's like fighting Borat and he's like it just feels like his reality is crumbling what the hell is happening <laughs> that's very that is yeah. that is that is that's insane oh by the way um taste of chicago has closed it is it's, oh. it, it it closed about two years ago oh, but it was it was bad. it was it was joe montaigne it was it was it was fat tony himself um well wags it's fun to talk about food that's right but now we got to talk about tunes. We got to talk about tunes, and and Seychelles, I think this is fitting for you because my understanding is you are a musician yourself. Yeah, yeah, I I sing and I you know play various instruments, not super well, but yeah, but I sing. That's rad. I was in, yeah, I was in choir for many years, and uh, uh, yeah, and that's you know that's <laughs> something I enjoy doing very much. Who are your like uh like as a singer like who are your, kind of your influences or who are the the artists who inspired you to pursue this? Um well, I grew up on a lot of uh like you know, what people call classic rock, you know, like Fleetwood Mac, so like Stevie Nicks and uh right. mm. Linda Ronstadt and um Joni Mitchell, um you know, that kind of era, Janis Joplin, but then yes. Janis Joplin got me into like Bessie Smith from, you know, like the the twenties and thirties, and uh, and then like recently, I've been really into um, Um Kulsum, who's a you know from Egypt, and she was you know big in the fifties and sixties, and uh, you know mm. she's I don't know, uh, and Aretha Franklin is amazing, um, and yeah, wow. obviously this is doesn't need to be said. Uh, Wags, yeah, yeah. Wags, Wags is a Wags is a he plays an inst- he's a, he's an, he plays an instrument he's or did what the hell do you play a sousaphone. No, not even, that's a brass instrument. I, mean, I was in woodwinds. What are you talking about? <laughs> Hold on, you're a double reed. That's like saying like a, like uh, that's like assuming you're from Florida. Just because it's on the East Coast doesn't mean it's the same thing. I played woodwinds, completely different animal. I I started on clarinet. I played saxophone. I dabbled in the flute, and then I ultimately landed on my double reed, which was the bassoon. The I bassoon. played the bassoon for many years. Nice. You know what? I was pretty damn good at it. I, I thought I, the sousaphone and bassoon are similarly stupid sounding instruments. <laughs> <laughs> so what is, uh, uh, excuse my ignorance, but what does a bassoon look like? Is that the one with the little straw? Yeah. Or what's the no, one with the straw? There's no, there's no, there's no <laughs> ignorance is? here. Explain yourself. Explain yourself. How, how the hell, the, how did you get into the bassoon? They needed, the orchestra needed a bassoon player. We're o- overloaded with clarinet, and I was like, I can learn the bassoon, and I picked it up, and you know what? I fucking crushed it. <laughs> I went from zero to sixty in a year. Why? Can I ask you, like, who are some of your, uh, who are some of like the bassoon influences in your life? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I want to know this too. Uh, please. Uh, Rain Wilson wrote a Do book tell. called The Bassoon King, also a bassoon player. So there's one. Wow. Wow, Dwight himself. That's right. Well, bassoons are crazy looking. They really are wild looking instruments. They're crazy. They really should not exist. I've Googled it in the Google <laughs> image search. The first hit is why it's a picture of you holding a bassoon. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's every picture that falls is just you and the bassoon. Um, I... I remember that we that we did a live show in Denver and and uh, and and you you, you pull you, there was we had a bassoon performance. 
That's right. Oh my god! And an impromptu one. I was so mm-hmm. this was uh, you surprised me. This was a this was the kind of thing you do. But you know what? It was it, it was good, Spoon Man. I got to hand it to you. You found a fan out in Denver who mm-hmm. had a bassoon, was a bassoonist herself, Katie, I believe. Katie came to the mm-hmm. show and presented me with a bassoon on stage, and I had to like I was you know like I was someone. Uh, years out of the military asked to reassemble a rifle. Like it was the same thing. Like, like put your bassoon together. Cause it comes in pieces. I had to do that. And then I had to try and play the thing. So it was all muscle memory. Cause it'd been like 20 years. And you know what? I fucking crushed it. Dear God. <laughs> Wait, what'd you play? Uh, I played Kevin's country, the theme from a uh, Jay Leno's tonight show. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> Seychelles, if you haven't figured out, the show is extremely on stupid. Jay Leno. i was on the jay leno show when i was a child were you yeah i i i was uh in a couple skits one of them was uh the bride of michael douglas school lunchbox um and they wanted someone who looked like Catherine zeta jones but younger (laughs) and uh it was a a lunchbox with uh michael douglas on it and then a bride with her face cut out and then uh, I walked out and I was like seven years old and Jay took a picture of me and put my picture in the lunchbox. Maybe a little dated, wow. um, but but funny. <laughs> that's that's really, really good. That's crazy. Yeah, let me take a little pic of you and put it in the lunchbox there. Oh, come on, Jay. That's wrong, Jay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the tonight, the tonight Show, which is now... Does it even exist anymore? Oh, yeah. Jimmy Fallon Who is still hosting that? it. Is it... Jimmy. Yeah, it's a Fallon show now. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a there's a book uh, there's a book The War for Late Night, which was about Conan leaving NBC, and there's like a, a a quote from Jerry Seinfeld at some point where he's just like Conan cared so much about the Tonight Show, but there is no sh- the show is nothing. It's just it, you are the show, and it's like oh yeah, that's what you think about these shows. You think about like Leno and Letterman and Conan and Fallon. You don't even think about the brand name all that much. Mm. Yeah, right. It's it's sad, Wags. It's sad to me it what's is. happened. What's happened? Yeah, <laughs> look, we're, we we speaking of the night. Speaking of this time in in in, in the world, we got to get into this, Wags. We got to. That's we gotta, right. Kind of the heyday of talk shows, the nineties, mm-hmm. late night talk shows. When they start to have, ah. there's more than just the Tonight Show. There's a Tonight Show competitor, the with uh, Letterman's Late Show, and then and then Kimmel comes along. This is a this is a, an interesting era for late night, but also an interesting era for music. Yes, nineteen ninety one. We're doing we're doing the Tomorrow War thing of we're going thirty years. Uh, we're going 30 years back, right, to 1991, and we're gonna dra- we're gonna do a draft. Wags, we're gonna draft the best music singles, just songs from just 1991. Songs. It doesn't have to be. It didn't have. There has to be. There's no s- specific thing where it had to be played on the radio or anything like that. But but uh, we're gonna draft songs, five each. Five. Okay, five apiece in 1991. Mm-hmm. Seychelles, you were saying this is the year you were born. It was, yeah. Wow. Uh, right, right, right at the, the top of the 90s, the, the tippity top. Fuck, the top. We're old, how about that? We're, we're old as shit, Wags, you and I. But do, do you think, <laughs> Mitch, do you think, real quick, I, I think Emma was not alive yet. That, that, is that your assessment? Probably. Yeah, Emma, Emma, were you alive? You weren't alive. <laughs> In 1991, I was not, not until 1993. Wow. <laughs> Fuck. Wow. Also a good year for music. I as it a great was. year for music. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Well, this is I we I was when when we first had this idea, I was back in Boston. I was actually at Wu Tang's restaurant, Wags. 
And wait, they have a restaurant. Wait, hold on. What? No, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I wish uh, that would be that would be amazing. And my buddy Adam Wu, his uh, and I call him Wu Tang. Oh. Yes. Um, and nice. and uh, okay. he uh, he 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 uh, he has a great restaurant up in Ipswich, Massachusetts. And we we were taught we were looking at music from 1991, and I'm just I was just floored by how good music was this year. There's so you, you just, you just watch. We were, we were going through the years. We went through like 91, 92, 93. And then like, there is a decline like around like 96 or 97 or something, or I, I mm-hmm. think it's even a little bit later, maybe in that 98, 99, it just goes downhill, but yeah. And then new metal comes on the scene and it goes right back up. <laughs> yeah. New, <laughs> new metal saves everything. But, um, but, but yeah, it was. It, there's there's so much to pick from here. There's just so much good shit. A king's bounty. A king's bounty for real. Um, and I think we got to let our guests start it off, Wags. Right? Okay. So the rules are: it comes out well, in 1991. She, she, she can pick. Yeah. Okay. It comes out in 1991. Uh, mm. we'll, we'll we're gonna do this draft style, like snake style draft wise. Uh, that's yes. Yes. Okay. If you draft so, first, it comes, it, it, someone else gets a pick again before you. Yeah. And, and we're doing a roster of five and Mitch, you are DJing. So when a song is selected, you're going to play a little bit of it. That's right. Great. All right. Seychelle, you know, the ground rules, what are you going to check? Uh, you know, the ground rules, what are you going to pick with your first choice in this 1991 songs draft? Um, my first pick is going to be. I want to sex you up by wow. killing me bad. Wow. <laughs> Coming wow. in hot. Wow. wow. <laughs> Very is, horny number. So I remember good. this song. Yeah. <laughs> this was, this was, so I was old enough where I was in elementary school and when the mm. song was out and it was a little scandalous. All right. Here's, here's a little, here's a little taste of it. We're gonna get at least one. I want to sex you up. Come inside, take off your coat, I'll make you feel at home. Too horny. We didn't even get to I want to sex you up portion of the song. It's good. It's a really good good pick. It's a jam. Pretty hot. Yeah. I'm I'm surprised that you took it this early. I thought that that was going to be a later (laughs) round steal. Uh, But 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 that chorus is great. The great chorus is is, that feels like a song that was like played at like middle school dances that shouldn't have been played at middle school dances. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Start freaking. What do you mean kids started freaking? What does that mean? They start freaking. freaking. You don't remember freak dancing? Oh, they start freak dancing? Yeah. What did you think I meant? I, I, I truly did not know. Oh. <laughs> we used to say that in my it's middle a school. SoCal like a, type of dance. Yeah, freaking. <laughs> is that really is that I mean, I guess that is probably something I've heard before, but I I but I I don't I've I've never said freaking. That's like a like yeah. a dance? Yeah, like a kind of like a little like a little grinding, Sorry. like you're grinding a little bit. Oh, grinding! We said we said we said grinding. 
This said, is, yeah, said, this is just a regional thing. We said freaking. Mm. Mm, all right. At least they could. Or at least that's what everyone said. Uh, the other kids were doing when I asked. <laughs> I want a freak. <laughs> <laughs> you are a freak. All right, Wags. Well, you can freak. now. Do you want to go second or you want to go last? It's up to you. I don't care. I'll go now. Because you got one, you want to. All right, go ahead. And you'll you'll get two. You'll get two in a row. Okay. All right. Fine. If if you've listened to the podcast, it, the Patreon. If you if you're a subscriber to the Patreon, you know that we've done a few episodes, Mitch, where I talked to you about my passion for the metal band Metallica, mm-hmm. and I would be remiss if I didn't choose a song from their self titled album Metallica, aka the Black mm-hmm. Album, mm-hmm. the lead single, their biggest commercial hit, Enter Sandman. Wow, I yes. thought that you would. I may. I thought that maybe you wouldn't. You wouldn't go with Ender Sandman because it was too big of a hit. But nah, no, you gotta have it. I'm hungry, and here's a little taste of it. Seychelle threw up the horns. I like that. <laughs> I don't like the horns. It's too scary. <laughs> I thought you were throwing out the chicken foot, Seychelle. <laughs> That thumping bass. Okay. Mitch, you're familiar with hearing this is Mariano Rivera coming out to close out a game. Fucking trash. (laughs) Great song. Great, great, great song. Long intro, huh? Yeah. Here, I'll let it get to the part. Here we go. It's about to happen. Great riff. Great simple riff. Just straight ahead. Oh, man. So good. Take all of that that you got. Lars is going to come for our asses. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I get two choices here. It's, it's, it's going to be tough, but I got to take one that I think you guys are going to draft if I don't. If I don't draft it first. But. Wow. So. Hmm. Look, I'll just say this one first. Wags, are you down with OPP? Uh, yeah, you know me. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you, Seychelles. Wags, what type of answer is that? Yeah, you know me. So if if Naughty by Nature asked you, you down with OPP, you'd say, oh, yes, of course, you know me. That would be your yeah, response. You know me. <laughs> For God's sakes. My first How song is. How long have you known me? <laughs> my my first song is Naughty by Nature, OPP. Here's a little taste of it. Here we go. Whoa, what the hell? Oh, boy. It was Metallica still. <laughs> yeah, that one's still mine. <laughs> Here we go. Great sample. It is a great sample. Jackson 5 sample. That's right. Yes. OPP, how can I explain it? 
There we go. Very cool. I should maybe try to start some of these songs so not good. at the very beginning. Yeah. We can always we can always massage this in the edit a little bit. Of course. Of course. Yeah. We'll massage everything in the edit. Now, the other song. <laughs> Create more work for Emma. We can do that. Emma, make me sound a little smoother <laughs> in edit. I kind of want to sound. <laughs> I'm going to purposely add stutters now. <laughs> wow, good to know. Sabotaging me. Now here, Emma, if you can, for most of the episode, can you kind of sound make me sound like a little bit like this? I want to sound a little bit like this. A cool Pitch guy. you down a little bit? Okay. Yeah, pitch me down just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and Emma can... Can you make me sound a little bit like this? Yeah. Okay, I'll put you both way, way down. Okay, great. Thanks, Emma. <laughs> I'll put it down low enough that most headphones won't even be able to emit the sound. So it'll just be yeah. a silent episode we, for right. everyone. I want to be People so low. Be I want yeah. their pants. I want dog. <laughs> I want dogs to be barking. Okay, we're going right. for the brown note. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. <laughs> so this this next one is is hard for me because there's a lot of big choices left. Um, you know what? I feel like I. You know what? I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pivot. Wow. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pivot because there's this one that I want to that I want to pick, but I but I I'm not gonna do it because I think that I can maybe get it later. Oh, okay. Maybe I don't know gambit. how drafts work. So wait, how do we get them later? Because we, it's it's going to come back to you. It'll come back to you, and then you'll get two picks in a row the next oh, time. Okay. You, it's it's your turn. Yeah, gotcha. Oh, this is this is hard. But all right, here's here's <laughs> hmm. <sighs> hmm hmm. All right, all right. You know what? I'm gonna. I know what I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. Uh, right. I just don't want this to get taken. Your strategy well, is because you have four picks until you pick again. I mm-hmm. pick twice and Seychelles picks twice. And Wags, I feel like you maybe would take this, so I'm going to go with it. It it works for the podcast, a food-based podcast. And guess what? Sometimes I don't mind stealing bread wow. from the mouse of decadence. <laughs> would you have taken it? I would not have taken Temple of the Dogs. I'm going hungry. But you are. It's Hunger Strike is the name of the song. Oh, it's called Hunger Strike. Hunger Strike. I don't think and I here, know this song. Oh man, I should. Why did I do this? I, I, now I'm going to lose black. Because black, it's topical. Black you and got white. The pick, I, you, well, don't well, don't say what you're going to pick. It's too late. It's over. I had to go with my gut, though. I don't mind stealing bread. From the mouths of decadence. <laughs> wow. And I can't beat all the powerless when my cup's already overfilled. Oh. It's kind of amazing how compressed this timeline was because I was looking over this year. Mm-hmm. And in my memory of these songs coming out when I was a kid, it was like, oh, Hunger Strike, uh, I'm Going Hungry is the chorus. The uh, the Temple of the Dog song, which is a collab between Soundgarden and Pearl Jam, members of both of both those bands. That must have came out, came out years oh. after Pearl Jam came about. But no, this mm-hmm. is the same year that Pearl Jam had like their big hits like Jeremy. Like this is the same year that yeah. Pearl Jam's 10 came out. That's right. Yeah. I know it's wow. it's in, it's in, it's it's really insane. I mean, just a great time for music. It if mm-hmm. you, if uh, there's going to be so many great songs left over that we don't pick. There's it's That's it's, great. it's 
It's fucking loaded. It's loaded. It's a loaded year. We haven't even picked. I'm not even going to say the name because look, we haven't even picked Nirvana yet, which is going to get picked. So I got to I got to say, but that Nirvana and, and a couple other ones that I uh, that are going to go now. But yes, there's still some huge ones. I just I love that song. I had to be true to myself, Wags. And there's another one yeah. that I really hope doesn't get picked. But go ahead. It's your turn. So, you know, grunge, as you were saying, you know, you, you, you pick the Temple of the Dog song. Mentioned mm-hmm. Soundgarden, mentioned Pearl Jam. You just mentioned Nirvana. This was the year that kind of grunge burst onto the scene. Mm-hmm. And people kind of had their, you know, uh, picked what camp they were in. Are you going to go with grunge, this new sort of, you know, punk-inspired musical mm-hmm. movement? Or are you going to stick with that old standby, heavy metal? Well, I know where I'm going. Metallica's Nothing Else Matters. Oh, my God. <laughs> Please keep drafting Metallica, you loser. Yeah, off just the, the black whole album. Time. This, this was them getting a little softer, a little more acoustic. <laughs> they this is probably this was actually probably the song that most made fans rebel. This and and don't tread on me uh, because don't tread on me was kind of jingoistic for a band that was very anti you know U.S. anti imperialist up to that point. But this song was also like for a band that was so heavy. Like they had other they had other softer songs like like parts of one and parts of fade to black. But this is a song that's just basically a straight up ballad. All right, well let's hear a little bit of it. Here we go, Wags. This is a long intro, isn't it? Yeah, it goes for a little bit. We can hear just a, a touch of this. So pretty though. It is. it is. What is this? What is this? A mandolin wise? What is what is what's being played? Or is it just a Yeah, I believe it's acoustic guitar with like a touch of a little mm. mandolin or something. I don't think we're even getting the vocals here, but you get a you get a sense for kind of the tone we're living yeah. in. It. Quite a vibe. Some synth strings. Nice little production there. It is quite the vibe. That's a nice song. Yeah, and it's a good one when they play and with like an orchestra. Else matters. It's a good tune. Wags, good Great choice. Tune. Great tune. All right, Seychelles, it's your turn. And now uh, the snake style draft works where you now have two picks in a row. So, oh, okay. So you have two choices off the board, off what's remaining, off what's available. Which songs from 1991 are you going with? Um... I'm going to go with, and I'm glad I get this one, uh, Emotions by Mariah Carey. Wow. Um, wow. Which is just, I mean, it's just a phenomenal feat of uh, singing and of everything. And uh, she's got those whistle tones happening. And I mean, I feel, you know, many emotions listening to this song. <laughs> um, and it's, it's really good. So. All right. Let's listen. Let's listen to a little bit of Emotions. Damn, she's got a good voice, huh? Dear Lord. (laughs) This girl's going to go far. Man, Mariah Carey, just someone that I've aged past. I feel like I feel like she's younger than I am. Mm. 
1991, having like a huge song in 91, it's crazy to me. Yeah, she's been around forever. I mean, yeah, it was that's such a moment of of many moments. That's a that's a that's a that's that's a that's a great choice. That's a great choice. Great, a great choice. choice. Oh, for the second one, I oh, sounds hard. Uh-oh, the pressure's like, on. Trying, I know. I'm I'm like trying to decide between two that are like insanely different. Um, but. Mm, um, I'm going to go with uh, Losing My Religion by R.E.M. Great song. Wow, what a song. That's you know, we what recently just... had the director yep. of photography for The Tomorrow War, Larry Fong, on the show, who shot the music video for this song. Shut up. He did? Oh, he my did. God, I need to watch it. He did. Holy he moly, did. Great that's video. so cool. Yeah. Oh, I love Amazing. Larry. Larry was awesome. Yeah, he's, he's, he's great. And here's a little, here's a little a taste fan. of the song. It's a great song. I'm mad at myself for not drafting it. I did a bad job. No, you're doing great. Wait, you had Temple the Dog, Hunker's Strike, and what was the other one you have so far, Mitch? And then, uh, hmm, what was the other one? Oh, oh, down uh, OPP by Naughty by Nature. Naughty by Nature. Yeah, iconic. Yeah, I got two good ones, but I but that's a great that's a that's a really great song. Great song. Now, hard to follow that. But I'm sure you can with another Metallica song. How dare you <laughs> assume that that's the entirety of my knowledge of the music of 1991. Hey, Michael Jackson had an album that came out this year. That's right. Did he? He did. Michael Jackson. He had some uh, had a few big singles from this. Wow. I shouldn't have said Remember his name. Remember the time? Black or white? <laughs> mm-hmm. A lot of great options from the King of Pop. Hey, heal the world. How about that? What are you stealing oh, from me, you piece of shit? You yeah, know what I got to go with, good. though? Heal the world's a good one. Um, but I think I got to go with another soft, meditative, thoughtful song. I'm, of course, referring to Metallica's Unforgiven. <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> the Unforgiven it ended up being the Unforgiven Part 1. Because they, they made two forgiven. sequels to the song. Or we probably don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, there's a sequel. Yeah, what is, what, what is, it's so unforgiven. And then there's, it's still unforgiven in part two. I, look, unforgiven. So is, you're unforgiven too. Yeah. <laughs> I should have stole this. Yeah. Are you unforgiven too? Which is like such yeah. a, look, it's stupid, Wags. You, you know that that song this is, is a stupid. good song. Unforgiven two is stupid. I'm saying that it, it is plays, stupid, but it's that good. It plays into the song. Like, are you on? Un- yes. Like T O O. That's the that right? It's like a play on words. I agree. Yes, it's a little dumb. All right, here we go. Mm-hmm. 
Man, some good openings from Metallica, huh? Yeah. Another great acoustic riff. Yeah. And definitely this one pays homage slash is inspired by Ennio Morricone, the great film composer. Mm, yeah. That Western vibe. 100%. percent amazing Metallica had success with radio play yeah I love this one with radio play and with music videos when it was such a long road to get to the beginning of their songs you know they because they really took their times getting into it but people audiences were more patient than than people gave them credit for yeah that's 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 that hey that's a good ass intro though I I really uh it's a good song wags I should have stole I should have stolen that from you it would have been fun to see you get upset um <laughs> well Mitch now you have the option to 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 do whatever you can you can fatten up your roster or you can sabotage it you can sabotage mine whatever you want to do but you get two picks in a row right now Well Wags you should be ashamed because you didn't pick a song from them because they're the they're Southern California boys Oh boy Ooh. and one of them is a Lakers fan Actually I think all <laughs> of them are Lakers fans Yeah but one in particular is a big Lakers fan like you, a you, hardcore you, Lakers fan. I know. I know where you, you're going with this, and I'm just going with it because I think it's a really great song, and it was used, I believe, on the Conehead soundtrack. Mm, right, <laughs> with Farley and the rest of the Coneheads. Farley's Farley's in that movie, and he's great in it. But uh, "Soul to Squeeze Wags" by the Red Hot Chili wow. Peppers, the best Red Hot Chili uh, Pepper song. I really like this song. The best. Here we go. I think I think it's the best. You don't think so? Here we go. Of them? I think I think it is. It is a good song. Intros. 91 had all these intros. Great intro. <laughs> Flea is just such a virtuoso. I read his book, his uh, his autobiography. It's great. He he wrote it. Like he wrote it solely. He didn't have a ghostwriter. And then if you listen to the audiobook, he reads it. And he's, you know, he's a really compelling reader. Uh, you know, he's an actor and and it's a uh, it's just like a fascinating sort of portrait of this this guy who was just obsessed with music. His stepdad was a jazz bassist, you know, um, mm-hmm. and and he just like grew up like loving music and just being immersed with it. And then he ends up collaborating with Anthony Kiedis, who he decidedly seeks out because he's like, this guy is not a musician. So he's going to have a totally different perspective. And it, of course, worked out. Yeah, it's, wow, it's that's so cool. A yeah. talented band. Um a great it's pick so by 90s. me, Wags. Very, Very 90s. 90s. <laughs> now, look. <laughs> I really want to take Black black and White by Michael Jackson, but I'm not going to do it. 
Wow. And I'm I so I'm but I'm not <laughs> going to do it, but because there's a band that is close to my heart uh uh that I got to that I got to that I got to take. Oh boy. I gotta, can I, I, can, I, I, can I can I guess what this is going to be? Sure. I'm pretty sure you're going to pick Good Vibrations by Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. <laughs> no, no. Okay. <laughs> I'm not picking Good Vibrations, even though that is a great pick. I'm going with a, uh, a, a group, a group that my dad really loved mm. um, and that I love too. And I really wish Water Runs Dry was came out this year, but I'm going to go instead. Um, with this one, it's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday by boys oh, to men. Wow. Great song. Nice. Here it is. Here it goes. How do I say goodbye to what we had? The good Boyz II makes you just like, <laughs> I don't know, want to cry or like think about your life. Yeah, no, same. It, it's, <laughs> yeah. There's so, and if you think about that, because uh, Motown Philly, great song, but that song is just them. It's just them, their vocals and their snapping. That's it, Wags. Yeah. It's all, it's, there's no, there's nothing else. I mean, obviously they recorded it in a recording studio and it sounds good, but that's just that's just the vocals on display, just a the, just just a fucking power song. How can, that you, you can know, chart with an acapella song really speaks to amazing. their vocal prowess. Really something, great song. Yeah, great pick. Yeah, oof. Yeah, Thank good you. one. I, Very I, good I, pick. I had I had I had to go with that. The last one is going to be tough, but it's back to you, Wags. So you got boys to men. Just just to recap, you got boys to men. Uh, it's so hard to say goodbye. What was your other one? I got hunger strike, and I got o, uh, OPP, and I got soul to squeeze. Wait, Soul hold on. Squeeze. That's right. The Red Hot Chili Peppers. Soul to Squeeze, OPP. Uh, it's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. And then which one am I missing? You got this. You, you got those. You, you have those four. Naughty, Naughty by Nature, OPP, Temple of the Dog, Hunger Strike, Red Hot Chili yep. Peppers, Soul to Squeeze, and Boys to Men. It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. Yep. All right. That's your foursome. You got one pick left. Yeah. Seychelles and I have two picks left. I'm going to get one of my two picks out right now. People forget that Paula Abdul, before she was an American <laughs> Idol judge, mm-hmm. not just a great dancer, she also had some some hits. She had one yeah. album that was all over the charts this year. People think about uh, you know, Rush Rush was a big one. One of her more tender songs. Was this the year that she collaborated with MC Scat Cat? MC Scat Cat, yeah. Wow. Opposites to, opposites attract. A lot, lot of good songs. I had this tape, Mitch. Wow. And you know what other tape I had? The Black Album by Metallica. <laughs> oh, you piece of shit. With my next song, Sad But True. <laughs> oh, my God. You are a loser. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Sad But True. Uh... 
Intro crazy. Ooh. Later sampled by Kid Rock. Then used by the American badass The Undertaker as his walkout music. Was it really? Yeah. Yeah, this is good walkout music. It didn't even just, get the vocals. I was giving it like extra metal. time. Just all metal. Wow, Wags. Another Metallica pick. That's right. And hey, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe that's not the Meta- last Metallica uh, song taken. Maybe maybe our guest has a Metallica pick. Maybe you have a Metallica pick. Mitch, no. we're going to find out. Uh, Seychelles, you get two songs in a row. Your roster so far. Color Me Bad, I Want to Sex You Up. Mariah Carey, Emotions. R.E.M., Losing My Religion. What are the final two for your starting five? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring us over to the adult contemporary chart of 1991. Wow. Um, right to the top. Wow. <laughs> with uh, Everybody Plays the Fool by Aaron wow. Neville, which was a cover um, wow. of that Great the, the original song. I didn't know. I just found out uh, was uh, sung by a band called The Main Ingredient, which uh, I love that name. Um, and their song, yeah, is, you know, very, I, th- I think it was maybe, it's released maybe in the 60s or something. Um but uh, Aaron Neville came in and Aaron Neville did out and he, you know, added some some smooth vibes and uh, it's uh, it's quite vibey and, and and great. So, so wow. this is this is the main ingredient version. The, the nah, Aaron Neville version. Um, oh, Aaron everybody Neville. Okay. plays the fool. That's sorry. Yeah, his cover. What what Please. pipes Aaron Neville has? What a distinct Oof. sound as a vocalist. All right, here we go. A little Aaron Neville, Everybody Plays the Fool. Wow, this is Metallica-esque as an intro. (laughs) (laughs) That slow vibrato, come on. Really something. Sitting around moping, 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 crying, crying. You say you're even thinking about dying. Well, before you do anything rash, baby, listen to this. (laughs) Everybody plays the fool sometimes. There's no exception to the rule. Listen, Listen, baby. baby. Kind of has like a what, like a Bobby. What was that guy's name? Bobby McFerrin. Was that his oh, name? Oh yeah, guy that kind of yeah. like yeah. has that same similar kind of energy. Yeah, I love it. It is a great. It's a great pick. A great song. Great song. That's a really good one. Definitely, uh, yeah. Adult contemporary uh, <laughs> gold. <laughs> and I love, uh, I love Aaron Neville because I'm. I'm a big New Orleans meters girl. Uh, oh, yeah. But let's see. What is my last one? I think just based on, hmm, you know, like based on uh, dance ability and yes. uh, 
like I feel like this is like a good maybe uh, break dancing song perhaps uh uh mm. it's called Now That We Found Love by Heavy wow. D and the Boys uh featuring wow. a great Hall. song Wow great yeah, song just great song great gets, pick gets you hyped really Here we go here's a little bit of it What are we gonna do with it? One, two, tell me what you got. Let me flip my corner side, you slap the hit the jackpot. Rev me up, rev me up, my little buttercup. Snuggle up and get stuck. Believe it or not, here comes a brother with glow. A snuggling, bubbling, oh, yeah, that's good. So what's it gonna be? Now we're all bobbing. I, I wanna, I wanna play the end of because this has a great ending. This song, I wanna play an mm-hmm. end, the end of this song. So let's, I'm gonna, I'm gonna skip to the end a little bit. But the outro, where they just take away the beat and they do it kind of acapella. When the music drops out, so you good. just hear that voice. It's great. Great song. Great song. I appreciate song. you playing the outro. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> great choices. Great picks. Great roster. You might you might be you might you have a great roster. You might be you might be leading the pack. We'll see what Wags <laughs> does with his last pick. I just can't believe how many songs are going to be left on the board after this. I mean, Wags, I was looking at this. It's imp- we haven't picked a, a single Nirvana song. No. Michael Jackson didn't go like we said. True. Pearl Jam had an album this year. There's there's a ton of things that we've that we've left at the at 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 the door here. Spin. Hey, See, two a princes by Quest had an album. There's there's a there's a there's too much stuff here. It's 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 really bad. We're doing a bad yeah. job. A tribe called Quest. We're doing fine. There's only <laughs> you can only be so comprehensive. We have 15 songs mm-hmm. to pick to characterize an entire year. You know, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. uh. But yeah, we have a, you, you, two princes could describe both. The Spin Doctor song or two print singles released this year. Wow. There's a King's Bounty of, of as Oof. I said earlier, Bonnie Raitt, Ozzy Osbourne. I know, mm-hmm. Bonnie Raitt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, they, all, they all were releasing. Uh, heck, George Michael and Elton John had a, had a duet they released this year. Wow. That's amazing. But I can't resist filling out my <laughs> roster. <laughs> With Metallica's fifth single, Wherever I May Roam. Dear Lord. Five singles from the same album. Oh, God. This is, Wherever this is really I impressive. May Roam. <laughs> Wherever I May Roam. Here it is. Metallica's Wherever I May Roam. Every song from the Black Album for Weiger. Here's, here's a little taste of it. It is a good song. Good riff. Ooh, more Morricone kind of stuff. Or... Oh, yeah. For sure. Same influence. It's wild that at the time this song, this album 
in some circles sort of re remain even remains controversial with Metallica fans who saw it as like they're this is them pandering to the mainstream when it is such just wow. like a straight ahead metal album you know yeah I, I feel like a lot of the, rea the reaction to this album is kind of like the reaction to you know sometimes you'll talk to a Star Wars fan who's like doesn't didn't like Return of the Jedi and then who was just like, oh, that was a departure from what the from from what the previous movies were. But if you actually approach it with open mind, you're like, oh wait, no, this is great. I like you. I like this background music as you describe if you, as you're giving going through <laughs> Metallica's history. This is cool, right? <laughs> this is what cool guys do: talk about Star Wars while listening to Metallica. <laughs> All right, Mitch, you have one pick left to fill out your roster. It's your All turn. Right. It's really tough for me because, like, look, there's so many great songs that we haven't got to yet. So many. But what do I do? What You know, like, there's so many I can choose from, and then shouldn't I pick one that's important to me? And the answer is yes. That's what I, that's what, that, you know, and yeah. I really, I, I, you know, Walking wow. in Memphis is a, a great song. I was really thinking about taking Walking in Memphis by Mark Cohn. Um, but instead... I'm going to go with this song by Amy Grant because I sing it to Irma, my cat Irma. Oh, my goodness. This is cute. Oh, oh, oh my God. Wow. Dear Lord. <laughs> then, then Irma can't sleep? <laughs> I don't sing that song to Irma. I sing this song to Irma by Amy Grant, and the song is called Baby Baby. Here we go. Yeah, this is a kitty song. Baby, baby. Mm -hmm. I sing, baby, baby, her name is baby Irma. Yeah. <laughs> and she is such a little, uh, it's, it depends. I'll say an er, like a worma and a squirma. I mean, I, I say, I call her, I try to rhyme with Irma and I fail. Yeah. A, a worma and a squirma makes sense to me. I've seen this before. <laughs> you did this before. It's very, very cute. Although it, I don't think you need to put on the diaper and the bonnet. Um, <laughs> What you insist on you're, doing. You're saying I dress in the diaper and bonnet? Yeah. <laughs> Dear God. That's my song. I sing I like it to bonnets. Irma. Great choice. It's, it's a good choice. Look, there's a lot Wonderful. that we, 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 we left a lot on the board. We, we sure we did. Left, we really left a lot on the board. But there's only so many songs and there's only so much time. Uh, just to recap what we got, Mitch, you had Naughty by Nature, OPP, Temple of the Dog, Hunger Strike, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Soul to Squeeze, Boys to Men, It's So Hard to Say Goodbye to Yesterday, and Amy Grant's Baby, baby. I, of course, had a quintet of Metallica songs that are Sandman, Nothing Else Matters, The Unforgiven, Sad But True, and Wherever I May Roam. And our guest, Seychelle, Color Me Bad, I Want to Sex You Up, Mariah Carey, Emotions, R.E.M. Losing My Religion, Aaron Neville, Everybody Plays the Fool, and Heavy D and the Boys, Now That We Found Love. Wow. Wow. No, no Nirvana songs taken. No Pearl Jam songs taken. Yeah. And no Michael. 
I guess I guess it's official. What's that? It's, a, it's official. Those men suck. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, didn't bring it. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering if uh so that so yeah, I guess uh, what's it was it 10? Was that the Pearl Jam's 10 came Pearl out Jam's that 10, year, right? Yeah. And then what was the Nirvana was uh the the album that has smells like Team Spirit Teen Spirit. Uh Oh, never mind. Uh, yeah. In, oh, ne- and never mind. Mm, yes. For a second I thought you what is that? Is Nevermind the one with the baby on it, or is that That's another right. one? Yeah, it's yeah the baby, the baby with a little dangler. Actually, the 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 baby's mom used to cut my hair. Wow. No way. Yeah, man, that was like her. Uh, I, I, you know, I got a reference to her from a friend, and she was like, "She's the mom of the baby." And I and I brought wow. it up, and and she told me, yeah, how they plopped her baby in the pool, and you know, and plopped him right out, and <laughs> that's <laughs> amazing. She used to cut my hair. What an LA story. Yeah. I never liked that uh, that album cover. You know why, Wags? Why is that? I got some size envy. Anyways, <laughs> that wraps up our the 1991 music draft. What a reveal at the end, too. Yes. Um, Seychelle, thank you for being here. Um, Seychelle Gabriel, oh, the Thanks, Tomorrow guys. War. Th- thank you so much for being here. The Tomorrow War is the film. It's great. Check it out. July 2nd on Amazon Prime. Uh, anything else you would like us to, uh, any- or anything else you would like to plug at this time? Um, No. Uh, enjoy the heat and the, the, the you know, the restrictions that have been, <laughs> what is, what's the word? God, I can't think right now. Lifted? Um, loosened? That's not yeah. the word. Yes. Lifted <laughs> is the word. Um, um, well, it's a terrible uh, last comment by me, but uh, yeah, thank you so much. And <laughs> that was great. Well, <laughs> thank you, so Seychelle. Happy to be here, Wags. I think. Well, also, you can vote for which team, which draft you like the best. Should we name our drafts? Here's um, mine. H- hashtag yes. ninety one was lots of fun. There we go. That was easy. Um, hashtag ninety one. Think outside the bun. Uh, that's wow. that's for Weiger. Okay. Um, 91 takes one to no one. (laughs) (laughs) The best one. You came up with the best one. And I'll take us out, Wags, on a very big song that we didn't... This is insane that we didn't play this song. This came out in 1991. We didn't even draft it. Here we go. To take us away, here's a little tune. (laughs) Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salads and scrambled eggs. Quite stylish. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe, but I got you pegged. Ha, 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 ha. But I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again. Scrambled eggs all over my face. What is a boy to do? Frazier has left the building. Oh, boy.